Hello. Number 10. Numero 10. Um, I've kind of gotten off track. boy let's see where this goes hello everyone i'm valkyrie and welcome back to the series where i go back through some video diaries and break down some powerful life lessons i've learned in the last two years hopefully this series has brought some light into your life or has inspired you to take that leap and i'm so glad that everyone is here to listen to me ramble on about some things that have been on my mind trigger warning again for those struggling with eating disorders. Uh, I accidentally forgot one on the last episode and I'm so sorry if that affected you in any way. I never meant for that to be the case, um, but I just wanted to let you know that these may not be for you as I will be discussing some excessive fasting and binge eating and, you know, I debated for a long time uh, whether or not I should take these parts out, but you wouldn't be able to get the full story if I didn't share where I was at at this point in my life. So, I just wanted to let you know ahead of time, and with that being said, you are not special. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Like, really off track. Like, I'm eating whatever I want, and I'm not fasting. Hmm. I'm trying to figure out what happened. And... I'm drinking a gallon of water every day, but I'm still eating hello. So I am wondering what is happening. It's a little concerning to me. Especially considering I was literally on such a good kick and then Peyton's party happened. And suddenly, I get all off track. It's already into... Um, what should have been my third week of fasting, and I haven't fasted at all. I mean, today I fasted till three, but then binged. So, not a great place, but... I'm trying to find something good in it. One of the most important things I've learned in these last couple of years is that you can't let motivation be the only thing that drives you. Motivation is fleeting. It comes and goes. These waves that you go through in your life impact it completely. Now, if you let life pull you every which way and never stick to one thing, that motivation would move the same way. I wanted my motivation to continue even though I was losing hope, and guess what? It wasn't going to come back for a little while. And I didn't know it at the time, but nothing was going to work out how I expected it to. I was concerned that my system wasn't working when I had put so much research and effort into putting it together, but you can't have a good research study if you keep changing variables in the middle of it. I was falling off track and I didn't know why, but I also wasn't trying to figure out why. I wasn't looking for anything deeper than the surface level motivation that I got sometimes. And even then, that is what brought me down. I've said before that when building habits, you want to have multiple avenues to do so. 
you want to set multiple reminders and or incentives for you to stick with something, but that also goes with your mindset. When you start something, you have to believe it's going to work out and that it will result in something better for you. But you also have to build that momentum aspect and work around life and come up with reasons as to why you're even doing it in the first place. For most people, just saying you're going to do something doesn't mean much. It's all about your actions. I just need to get back on track, you know. And I need to be on a schedule where I feel like nothing can go wrong, you know? Like, I need to be doing something that makes it so where I can't screw up. And I think I have a plan mapped out to where on the days where I eat, I'm pretty satisfied. Um, but, yeah, just not, not a great start to the school year, considering I'm doing the same stuff I was doing last year. So I'm trying to think, like, I need to, I'm doing this for myself. And do I really want to be living the life that I, like, can't control what I eat? You know, I've always been someone that looks really far into the future to see what life might be like. I've daydreamed and thought about different scenarios in my head since I could remember, and I don't know if anyone else does this, but I could literally map out scenes in my head that corresponded to my favorite songs at the time and just make up a future for myself based around just a song or two. And I still do that to this day. I kind of have a little bit of a problem right now (laughs) because it kind of goes along with the whole daydreaming kind of aspect of life but while I don't put as much of an emphasis on the outcome of my future I think it's really fun to think about how my life would be like if I took a different path or if things worked out a different way. This can be a dangerous cycle for a lot of people though and I'm aware of that because I used to have that same cycle do damage to my life. Before I was creating these scenarios where I would walk into school looking bomb and everyone would turn their heads and I'd basically have the glow up of the century and, you know, (laughs) me saying that now sounds really stupid coming out of my mouth, but, you know, it's the truth and I guarantee almost everyone listening to this has had a thought like that at some point. You know, I expected to glow up and this culture that we live in demands it from a younger and younger age and I was doing the same stuff as last year but my mind was set on the future instead of thinking about what was going on in that present moment, which is what set me back. I couldn't screw up because future Valkyrie wouldn't get there by screwing up. Future Valkyrie was strong and confident and successful and she had her life together and I had to get my shit together to be like her, but really, I didn't even know what my future had in store for me. Yes, I'm more confident now than I've ever been and I love myself and my body and my life, but I never would have guessed the events that would lead me up to this point. And now I daydream about business and college and relationships, but I don't let it dictate what I'm doing now. I have goals, realistic goals, and while it's cool to dream, I'm letting life and the pieces fall into place. So don't put so much emphasis on the things that you don't know are going to happen because you might miss out when life throws you a bone. So all I need to do is get back on it. I don't want to change the days that I said I wanted to fast, the Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, because I think those are genuinely good days for me to get in the habit of doing that um so those days aren't going to change but what I eat on my 
fasting or what I eat on my eat days will change because I'm thinking about fasting and literally like it's everything I need in my life it's stability it's mental clarity it's just me being freer and here's what I'm gonna try I'm going to eat the same exact things every single day I didn't need to be making a decision at the moment. I didn't need to be embarking on another food journey or trend or habit. I needed to analyze what I was doing at that moment and work from there. I was looking into the future to the point where I was blinded by what I was actually doing to myself. I was obsessed with it. If you couldn't tell by now, <laughs> obsessed with this idea of being perfect. I could never mess up or else it was my problem and I had to switch up how I did things. I could never do things right, which also meant I had to switch it up. Not only was this cycle so mentally damaging, but my body rejected it. It was craving nourishment, it was craving good exercise and something to make it feel better, and I wasn't giving my body anything at all. I was just going through such a major yo-yo that when I finally got back to eating regularly, my body finally responded, slowly, but responded nonetheless. I could talk for hours to people about how much I hated my body and what I would do to change it, and I seriously had just such a terrible relationship with myself. I think back on it and it's just so sad, and I was creating an environment for myself in my mind where it wasn't okay to look the way that I did. I recognized that I could be more, but it wasn't from losing weight or being skinny or looking good in photos, it was from recognizing my worth. You know, it sounds cringy to say, but you need to know your worth. I was letting people in my life walk all over me unintentionally. I wanted so desperately for approval that I would go out on weekends just to appease my friends or plan dates to take my mind off of my life when I was feeling sad instead of addressing the real issues. Address the issues. It sucks, trust me, because you have to go into a part of yourself that you didn't even know existed to figure out why you feel the way you feel, but it means so much in any stage of your life to be able to tap into that part of yourself and just connect with yourself on a different level. Again, everything I'm saying sounds a little crazy, like kind of like nutso, but when you reflect on your life and how you thought about your future and apply the things that you learned to your past, it creates something beautiful. And I think that'll be good. I'm trying not to snack. I don't want to snack at all. I want to have three good-sized meals, and that'll be it because... I realized looking back on it as I'm talking to myself that that's one of the ways that I was kind of setting myself up for failure a week ago when I was consistently doing it. I was doing it to where I'd basically eat all day when I should have just been having three big meals and that's it. But this will be more substantial if I have three good-sized meals instead of snacking throughout the day. Because snacking throughout the day also creates more decisions for me to make. Like, I have to decide what to put and how much of it to put in the tracker. And I just feel like it's not very, it's not very sustainable. If I have three big meals and don't snack, it just 
I can track those males and that's it. Yeah. Dang. If past Valkyrie would have known that I was training for a marathon and needs snacks in the day, even during a run, she would have been shocked. No snacking is a big thing that I hear from people trying to lose weight, but I think I was just eating way too little to not be snacking. <laughs> of course I was snacking. My body was craving something other than rabbit food and some fruit. I was also super into tracking at this point, and I was convinced that the lower my calories went, the better off I'd be. What I didn't realize is that the whole one meal, two meal, three meal, snacking, whatever bullshit wasn't the source of my decision fatigue. It was the tracking itself. Now, I eat when I'm hungry, I stop when I'm full, and there's not many decisions I have to really make in the day because I'm listening to my body and what it wants. Now, the tracking part of it was what made everything stressful. I would weigh out everything and track every slice and gram I could, and putting all of that into a tracker really just took everything out of me. You know, it works for some people, don't get me wrong, but this is just my experience that I'm sharing and how I got so burnt out on dieting and exercise and everything. You know, I was exercising more too. I had just found these home workouts by Lily Sabri, and if you don't know who that is, check her out, by the way. Uh, she is one of the best people ever, and I'll include a little side story about her in a second, but I was watching them religiously doing at least an hour a day of hit training and strength stuff with tiny five-pound weights, and, you know, while it wasn't crazy... I was still feeling super, super good about my exercise routine, and the diet part just wasn't it. So for that side story, I found Lily Salbury through this YouTuber, Linda Sun. Uh, she's a lifestyle and fitness influencer who started making content just as I started making my whole lifestyle change, and I watched Linda religiously, multiple times a day. She had just like such an interesting outlook on loving herself, and it was so extremely personal whenever I watched her videos. You know, top student, uncomfortable in her own skin, learning to love herself along with her followers. And she was, like, really the first person that I saw online that was sharing a part of herself that I really resonated with. You know, like, she was obsessed with being a certain size, being a certain weight, the calories, the exercise, just all of this stuff that just consumed her. And it wasn't until she started making videos and figuring out what she actually wanted to do with her life that she found peace in how she looked and how she wanted to move her body and what she ate and she's grown pretty big in the last year but I still watch her videos and I love her and I urge you guys to watch a little bit because she's seriously so raw and real and I appreciated having that kind of person in my life even though it may be online because that showed me that you could be healthy and happy and fit but not look the same way as everyone else and it really kick-started my entire mindset shift and for that I truly appreciated it. And I think it can definitely work. And I know it'll work. I just need to get back into it, you know. I've been eating a little unhealthily because I brought sugar back into my life and I'm going back on no added sugars. Or at least very few, you know. Um, because I genuinely felt really, really good when I was doing that and when I was fasting every other day. For some reason, when I had added sugar, it just bumped my rhythm back into eating every day, but eating unhealthily also. And Like, don't get me wrong, I still have seen a noticeable difference in how I look 
like my stomach's not very flat right now but like my thighs are more defined and I genuinely do think that all the bloating and stuff I'm feeling right now is temporary because I did it for two weeks and I set up a good habit just like me exercising in the morning is a good habit but I need to get back into the swing of things eating wise because I have four months to transform myself into something more like what I feel inside. Four months until we might go back to school. Four months until people see me all the time. And, you know, I feel like a boss-ass bitch right now. But for some reason, I just can't commit to it for a long period of time like the diet thing. I woke up this morning and before recording this, my phone sent me a notification to check a memories tab on my gallery. I had things from three years ago, two years ago, and a year ago. The one from three years ago had a picture of me and some friends at the mall taking a mirror selfie and it was a cute little photo with all of them, but I could see on my face that I didn't like how I looked and it was the truth. Even four years ago, I still wanted to change myself. Two years ago, it was more of my friends, but nothing with me in it. I never wanted to take pictures because I hated how much weight I had gained and had so little confidence. The one from a year ago had a bunch of pictures with me showing my face a little bit, but there was one picture that stood out to me. It was a picture of my leg kind of leaned out to the side, posed like I was trying to get the angle exactly right, and it had nothing else in it except my leg. And I remember my thought taking that photo was basically just dang, my legs are looking skinny today. Like it was some sort of an accomplishment. And it makes me so sad thinking that something like that could have been the highlight of my day, when in reality I was just so down and in desperate need of a change, not in my body, but in my mind. I wanted to get back into a flow and get back onto a system that didn't work, but notice how I was saying, you know, no added sugar or at least very little. I didn't even believe that I could stick to it. I was already giving myself excuses to break because I had no confidence in my abilities. I'm not saying you have to be 100% sure in everything you go into because life is full of things that you have to go through and learn from and you're not going to be good at everything, but the fact of the matter is I was giving myself nothing to work with. Give yourself a space or try to create a space that makes sense. So I'm not going to think of it as a diet. I'm going to think of it as a lifestyle and just have those three meals and I'm going to make it a rule that I can't alter the tracker Um, because that will give me a lot of leeway, which I don't want. I just want it to be very simple and, you know, just be something I don't have to make a bunch of decisions on. So hopefully that works out. We all need to think of our lives as a lifestyle. And let me tell you what that means. It means treating your life as if it's the only one you have. Treating your body correctly and giving yourself time to learn and trust the process. You know, lots of people live their lives like a movie. They live as though they're perfect or need to be perfect and view the events that happen as just another scene that they can go rewatch anytime instead of savoring these moments that you have with people and yourself. Bottom line is, at the end of a movie, you're not going to remember 90% of what happened. 
You're only going to remember the bits and pieces that really stuck out to you. We've been taught to go through life taking advantage of every opportunity, and for some it works, but for others, the times they get beaten down are the times where they decide not to get back up. They're living their lives like a drama, pretending to be the main character at his end, at his weak point, only they can't remember their lines. They can't remember the lines that would inspire them to do something about it, and so lots of people go through it with the TV on mute and blinded. You know, I don't mean to get all crazy with the analogies, but it's just so true. Our lives are not movies. Our lives are meant to be had and cherished and treated as such. I would hate for my friends and family to go through life thinking that they have to be this main character when in reality they just need to be Dylan or Savannah or Julia or Jason or Elizabeth. Just be themselves. It's a cliche note to end on, but I think it's really important for people to hear. You know, you have to live your life like a lifestyle. Live your life to better yourself, better others. Be the best version of you you could possibly be because then life doesn't just pass you by. You don't leave the movie theater feeling empty. On the other side of that screen is something that most don't get to experience to the fullest. And it's important to realize that, yes, you're not special, but you can tap into that and use it to create something magical. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Make sure to leave a review if you liked it, and I hope you had a great time. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun recording these, and it's currently 10.30 at night, and I should probably be going to bed, but uh, I just really wanted to hop on and say I truly appreciate everything that has been going on with the series, and it's just been really mind-blowing to see just what everyone has to say about it. So my name is Valkyrie once again. And you're not special, but you can be revolutionary if you put your mind to it. See ya!